now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning, bedheads. Hey, listen, guys, I'm a little bit tired with this one. So uh, I'm actually going to take a nap after I do this one. I went to bed way early, woke up way early. Uh, I cook breakfast like at five o'clock in the morning. Uh, my daughter's usually up and headed out. And I'm like, let me go ahead. You know, since I can't sleep, uh, go ahead and put on some breakfast. Oh, my God. I threw sausage in the oven, eggs, and some cheese grits. Any question, you know, put cheese on everything. I'll, I'll do a kitchen podcast later if you follow the kitchen podcast. But listen, let me just talk about how to get out of bed. Uh, there was something I wanted to follow up on yesterday kind of as a part two. And I remember asking a question, but I don't remember what I was going to talk about. That's why we do these unscripted first thoughts of the morning and uh, and just kind of go through. I'm going to reach over. I'm so tired. I don't know if I have time. Let me see if I can. I'm going to reach over and grab the journal just in case we get into something that I might want to jot down. Um, and I just love doing this, um, you know, journaling, writing it. And just a couple of days, literally a couple of pages, I guess I should say, into trying to um, track our thoughts, try to track some of the, the topics and conversations that we have. And I did realize that for the last two to three days, the end, we ended on done, like how to get something done. Just uh, say, for instance, this morning, you know, we talked about being in the moment. We talked about um, your interests, our interests and so forth. And today, like I said, I, I went to sleep and um well actually i spiked the lemonade the night before because i had gone out into the day and you know if you listen to this sometime today or in the future as part of quarantine i've been home i've been literally home but in in those of you that have been following how to get out of bed you know i've been home a long time but i did the quarantine the actual full lockdown um and so yesterday was probably the first day in about a month that I literally went out as opposed to ordering everything home for delivery, literally went out and hit up some stores because I'm starting a, a new, uh, and I don't even want to call it a hobby because this is an extension of this, um, idea, kitchen idea that I'm working on and basically developing products. Right. So I took some webinars all weekend and I will be making my first batch of soap. I've got some soap, what did I call soap angels? I've got some soap angels, um, invitingly sharing and so forth into this community. And I'm really sleepy. I'm getting sleepier and the more and more I talk, so it won't be long. Um, so some of the things as I was trying to order them and I was looking like, Oh man, Whoa, I couldn't get everything at one place. So that meant that I was gonna have a delivery fee here and a delivery fee there and a delivery fee here. And then add on the tip and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's still well worth, after, after yesterday's experience of going out to those stores, it's still well worth staying home and ordering those things. And I wish I had actually done that because now the anxiety of how many stores I went to, let's see, I went to one store that I thought, which was really close, close to where I live. Uh, they didn't have it. They were sold out and which was the smallest store which means I, I had to go from a small store to now i gotta go to their larger store then we went from there to uh i went into walmart y'all y'all know i don't even do walmart like that but uh i went because we were we found um after we went there we went another store and then we ended up just having to go because i literally was looking for this one thing but um 
the first if the first stores I went to were just a couple people in the store, get what you need and go. But then I, I kept thinking, I need this, I need this one more thing, I need this one more thing. So I ended up going in there and, and people were in there as if nothing's going on. There were some who were still overly cautious, some who have adapted to the routine of things, and then there were others that were like care cautious, uncautious and carefree, and I was like, Okay, this is too much and I kinda wish I had like not gone because now I feel like I have to worry about what could happen in a couple of days, you know, and so forth. And that's just not the place I want it to be. So I'm just going to tell you guys, uh, just stay home. And I know that's hard because some people, including my own daughter, are still working. But that's an environment that you're already in and you're already used to. And the same people, you're seeing the same people. And you can you know, see who has good habits and bad habits and you know, you know, it's, it's, it's a, the unknowing is, is a thing. Let's write that down. That's, that's, I think I word for today. And I'm semi in the dark. I'm just going by the daylight as it comes upon us. So I can't see that well, but unknowing it's the unknowing. It's, it's, it's the unknown. Uh, unknown that we have to deal with. And I think is a lot of reason why people, um, what keeps us from getting out of bed, you know, when we have to be present in something, but then un- un- the unknown, um, that we have to deal with. And so even like now, like I need, I feel like I need to cough. Like so, and you know, I have a glass of lemonade close by. So I, I went to bed, I think with a little bit of anxiety because I was like, wait, did I wash my hands? Did I, uh, as I came home and I was unbagging, did I treat that unbagging the same way I do the food unbagging? You know, oh my goodness, did I do this? And it just, just all over the place with it, right? Did I wipe this down? And I don't remember, I didn't wipe anything down, but I, I washed my hands, you know, repeatedly. I use gloves and all that. And even as I go into the kitchen, you know, I let everything sit for a while as I brought it home. The new normal, right? But still, again, you know, there's that level of, what did I not do? What, what, what do worry? Let me just go on and write that. Down. Unknown makes us worry. It makes us worry. And that's not the place we want to be. So you have to do, I'm like, girl, get back on your, get back on your, get back to where you have been and dealing with this thing so that you don't have the word. Look, don't go back out. Even though, as I say that, uh, I was planning on venturing out today because there's still one more thing. Although my soap, my soap angels told me that there's an alternative to that, but there's still one more thing that I need. And, uh, before I even head out to do that, I'm going to, uh, look at my online sources and deliveries and what's available to me. I think I can get this to me, uh, without having to put myself back in that condition. Cause last night I was like, okay, I was trying to lay it down. I'm like, wait a minute. This is a whole lot of anxiety thinking about looking at all this stuff I got. Uh, to start this project and thinking about how many stores I went in, like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I don't even know how many I, I went in probably five. No, y'all. Let me see. Wait a minute. Two of those, two of the, I went in six stores yesterday and one of the stores I was going to go in, it was one where they only were allowing a few limited people in and you had to stand outside in the six feet zone you know apart from each other and one of my neighbors because i posted in one of my neighborhood groups said that they because a lot of them were there are a lot of makers oh i want to talk about that um said that they had stood outside an hour 
to get inside and then of course about an hour inside you know shopping for their stuff which is why if you're if, if they're only allowing x amount of people in and you spend an hour in the store no wonder it takes an hour to stand in the line um so listen we have got to do better um with the curbsides available pickups are available um paying those fees people when i tell you and i know to some it may seem uh, exorbitant but it's really not and and i'm not saying put that off on somebody else but there are people who are uh depending on that that part of the industry not only that it's the same people doing the same thing going in the same stores and they're able to take the precautions and and not only that track who's who's touching what and who's doing what i mean we're just at that point in our society right now and it's probably a lot of these behaviors are going to have to go forward with us and no we don't want our we don't want our neighborhoods and things like that to change and, and lifestyles to change to that degree but at least in this moment until we figure this thing out and the next thing and the next thing and so forth and so on it's just better that those who who are having to still work in those capacities it's just better if we get out of their way that we don't endanger them and i remember during the, and, and up, I'm not going to say which ones, but other epidemics and pandemics. And, and I don't think anything was, a lot of things were declared pandemic, but there were certainly other epidemics and there were certainly other moments where things uh, seemed to take on, uh, to evolve, involve larger segments of our society. But it was always um, before to help people understand what we were dealing with before. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I think it, I'm talking about like the AIDS epidemic when AIDS epidemic, I was in high school and this was around in the eighties and so forth and trying to get people to understand that, that, that the vulnerable population, we are having to make a lot of the decisions at 10 minutes into this guys, we're having to make a lot of adjustments because there are vulnerable populations out there and you might be able to go and withstand, walk through hell and back. Okay. But the soot that gets on you is a problem for somebody else. Let's just put it that way, okay? You might be able to walk through the fire, but the ashes you come out with, somebody else can't breathe, right? You know, the, the gasoline or all of those things, you know. So in this, in this moment, because there are people who are continuing to have to be in, in these environments, and many of them as challenging as they are, we are causing problems when we add on to that. And I, and, and I wish I could, I hope that'll convey it a little bit more. You might be okay, but see the way that this world works is if the okay people think about the people that's not okay, right? Um, I don't think what I did yesterday was a selfish thing, but I feel a little guilt about it. Right. But I feel I, the, uh, my guilt is eased because of why it is I want to do that this project, because I know that it's going to it's going to help. It's going to alleviate something else on another level. Right. So that's why I did it. And, and at the same time, it's like now 
I'm going to, I'm going to do better. I'm like, after going out there and experience, cause I didn't know it was, I didn't know it was like that. Cause I hadn't been out there in it. But now that I know it's like, you think I'm going to do that to myself again? You think I'm going to do that to somebody? And I think about those people. I want to, and I remember one story went to, um, I was like, man, this is like, I'm so used to just like walking up to the register and I'm like, I'm going through this maze and all this stuff. And then there's like this big shield and I'm like, I can appreciate them protecting this person that's still coming out of their house every day to serve us. This was at, this was at one of the drugstores and pharmacy and things that I needed to get to castor oil, um, for this project. And I can appreciate how they were trying to protect. And I could see what people were saying about how people are not, um, uh, observing, you know, the patients and trying to follow the rules and all those kinds of things. And you got, you got people who are trying to follow the rules and you got people who just kind of bogarting their way in through situations and like, and just real like, like, can you stand back, stay back, you know, give people, give people their space, you know? And, uh, and so that, that in, in essence, cause I'm thinking like, Oh my God, I'm in the store. So I am now, I'm now on the grid I was thinking like, I'm on the grid with like all these, all these different people who are in this store at this different time. And not only that, all the people that have been in this store and all the people that have touched this and touched that and so forth. And I'm like, man, this, I'm like, and I'm and in my mind, I'm thinking like, can this really be, is this really, is this really how, how this goes? And then I go into the next store and I see all the precautionary things and I go into one store and I'm like, okay, it's kind of, after going through the stores with all the precautionary stuff and then this one store, I'm like, it's kind of haphazardly stuff going on up in here. So you can see where you really need to be overprotected and overcorrect on some things. And then some, and I, and I'm like, so neither. And I was started saying all this just to explain why I needed to spike the, spike the lemonade last night. Cause as I got ready to lay down, I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do my uh, nighttime shutdown. I gotta quiet this stuff down. I gotta turn this television off, put this phone down. I've got to get my thoughts clear, but I didn't have no problem doing that because I spiked the lemonade. In fact, spiking the lemonade, I didn't have time to cut nothing off. It hit and I was out. But I woke up very early. I woke up very, 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 uh, very early. And so I, I didn't mind being up that early because I was rested. Remember, I learned to identify if I'm well rested because especially if you deal with anxieties or depressions or grief or any of those things, you always feel like you want to be in the bed, but I, I've, I've had to learn how to identify if I was depressing or if I was in a fog or if I was just needing some rest, I learned how to, I, you know, feel my body and, and tell. So when I woke up, be it way early this morning, I was like, okay, feels like I got a little rest. It's not like I woke up like, cause I'm anxious or I'm, I'm, I'm like worried about stuff. That wasn't the case. I just went to bed way early. So, um, being that I was up, I was like, okay, either I'm going to lay here and stare at this moon going across my window, or I'm going to go ahead and get up and get some things done. And I thought, well, my daughter's got to get up in a little bit. Why don't I go ahead and cook us, uh, fix some breakfast? Because I would normally have to eat breakfast by myself with a dog staring at me. And I wasn't sure how, you know, what her process was for leaving the house. Because we, um, we haven't had our uh, mornings together. And, and when I say my daughter, you know, I'm talking about my grown daughter. I don't want to think about, I'm talking about a kid or anything like that. 
but we haven't had mornings together in in a month, in about a month or so. Uh, we would we would have the same you know get up routine, and so now we don't. I usually uh, sleep through. She usually will get up and take care of the dog in the morning, but then uh, when our when we our routine change, um, now I take the dog later, which you can probably I don't know if you hear him snoring. He's he's like out because. I woke up, he woke up. I went into the kitchen, he went into the living room, and, and he laid over there watching me over in the kitchen because uh, he's not allowed anywhere near the kitchen. But then I came back and laid down, and he came back and laid down. And he is snoring. I hope to be snoring when I finish this at 16 minutes into this conversation. But um, it's like at some point we're going to have to get this. And... And, and do better, um, and just do better. Just, again, making adjustments. I'm going to go ahead and write down adjustments. I'm not going to be able to come up with nine words. I may have already I may have already said them because, again, uh, talking about worry. Uh, oh, rested. I'll put rested. We did talk about being rested. Uh, and that, that lets me know that I was beyond, uh, oh, what I said, selfish, right? I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was selfish. Because I want to do the, I want to do this project that's going to help, and I and I I'll say that I was excited because as I was going out yesterday, I attempted to go to some of the craft stores, and when I tell you the craft stores are inundated by people who are now um, have that what I said last night on a live stream, the makers have been activated, and I love that the makers have been activated to a point where there are so many people trying to help and assist others uh in what we're going through and so people are out uh craft sections fabric people are making masks some people are have created a whole cottage industry selling masks others are taking donations and making masks for um the various um medical systems and services and organizations and so forth and 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 uh, I, again, like I said, I attended a soap makers class this weekend. Um, I also, we also made our own hand sanitizer here at the house. And even yesterday, like I said, being out yesterday, I saw some other things um, that, that could probably be a help to what's, um, what's needed in this and so forth. So uh, I'm going to write that down. We talk. I like I like having this conversation about makers. In fact, I was looking, you know, um, if you follow me, I always go over and glance or peruse the the Pew Research, and I and I landed on some topics about gender and how in this industry in dealing with COVID, uh, women are doing fairly well because it takes certain fundamentals to understand and of course being nurturing and caring and so forth that it takes certain fundamentals that mostly women have and so that's and women are so women are are, are doing or fair, doing fairly well as we have come to this time as we get through this time and probably as we move from this time that is it's calling on the fundamentals of women and I thought that was interesting because I looked at the headline and I was like, why is that headline? Why are we, because you know, when things like you don't, you get tired of looking at, you know, race and gender and all that stuff. But then I was like, I was, I, I was like, I knew I didn't search for that, but it was in with um, one of the topics I was looking at. And I said, oh, okay. And it, and it said, because 
Um, we're in a time where fundamental and social skills are are needed, and women mostly possess those. Women mostly sought uh, education levels in that. Uh, women mostly have have a skill level for it and so forth. And if you think about as we come through this, think about when we started this podcast. I started this podcast um, just to kind of un- begin to understand and process my own grief. Look at what's happening now where people are experiencing grief at, a, at, at and I'm going to, the levels, I, I want to say at a more public level because this type, the grief of the loss that's happening with COVID is the difference in that is people can quite relate. When you say you lost someone due to COVID, everybody understands that because everybody's dealing with it. Like, like, I mean, all around the world, right? As opposed to some, in fact, I tweeted today, like what happened to the other, other loss, the other deaths and so forth, right? Because publicly and something that has our, our attention, and I want to make sure people understand that when it comes to how to get out of bed is, it's because all eyes are on this right now. It's all eyes. Everybody's seeing it. And I'm not trying to say it to downplay it or anything like that, but it, we, everybody wishes that everything could have a certain level of importance, right? There are people that have always been dealing with something, always susceptible, always vulnerable, always disadvantaged, always marginalized, right? But here is something that we as an entire planet, this is one of those things where, oh wait, this is affecting us and the entire planet, um, that everybody understands that everybody has some level of knowledge or are willing to acknowledge that this is the thing that's real for everybody. Now there's still some people are like, oh, well, I don't know about this. It seems this, that, and the other, but you won't, you, there, there is no follow-up question. There's no, there's no extra explanation when you say that you weren't feeling well because of COVID or you became ill because you were COVID, had COVID, you had to go to hospital because of COVID or you tested positive or this, that, and there's no, there's no, nobody's going to go, what's that? Or, you know, everybody's going to know, right? As opposed to when you say you were dealing with a, a autoimmune or you got a little anxiety for this or depression for that. People go, why? You know, why, did, why, why can't you handle it like everybody else? Right? So, that is, and there's a, there's going to be a, a level of bitterness when you have to talk about COVID-19 and COVID-20. I don't know why we still call it 19, but COVID-20, um, COVID-19, there's, there's going to be a level of, of bitterness because people, some people are, even though this is the one thing that everybody's focused on, some of the other stuff is still going on as well. We still have friends who are dealing with cancers. We still have friends and families that are um, at the at at the, at the brink, at their breaking point. Um, financial people still dealing with fi- uh, tremendous financial, but but oh, here's the thing: people are always dealing with financial issues and fin- and loss of job and all that kind of stuff. But guess what? Now everybody understands. You know, and rather than come to you and say, "Hey, you know, I remember you were going through a hard time." Now, I'm so sorry I didn't understand that because I, I remember when things hit our family and I was like, oh, my God, is this what so-and-so was experiencing and wanting to go back to them and trying to go back to them and say, I'm sorry, right? Um, so now everybody understands you got to protect your finances and you've got to uh, try not to lose everything or 
or work together as a family. When you were before trying to get your family to come together and, and all this stuff. And hey, let's look in and let's check on one another. You know, and everybody was like, well, we're good. Or this, that, and the other, you know, and, 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 and people were feeling like they couldn't talk about where they were or what they were going through. But now it's like, oh, okay, how were, how were you guys doing? Y'all good over there? Uh, let's, let's do this together. Let's share this together. The other day it was like, we got extra tissue. Like, y'all got tissue over there? Would you have ever asked anybody? Which, like, seriously, would you have ever asked anybody, call them, hey, y'all got, y'all got toilet paper? Like, would that, have, would that have ever ever been a thing? You know, <laughs> my daughter came by and said, uh, I heard y'all got, uh, uh, my youngest daughter said her sister texted her to stop by to grab some of the toilet paper. And I said, oh, yeah, we, she bought one for here and one for your house. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it's, it's like my, my daughter yesterday, I was saying I couldn't find all the things for the project. And she goes, well, I'll come and, and run you around and we'll go and, and get this and the other. Um, you know, we would have been like, it, it wouldn't have been a thought to do that together, perhaps. You know, as we go 24 inches, get ready to wrap this up. It wouldn't have been a thought before. So you got to ask yourself, sometimes do we need moments like this to bring us back down to earth where we live do we need moments like this to make us stop and realize that we are succinctly tied together that we are are strung along on this thing that we are really working this thing together and my family with all that we went through and we sit back in in times and, and we just looking like man how did we survive that how did we overcome that how do we you know, because before that, when we couldn't say halfway, say two words to each other without feeling like we were coming at each other, you know, but then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, we can get through days. We can get through months. We've got through years together. Now, now come going through this. All we got to do is simply recall the love that we have for each other. And that is what we wanted to end of the day. Let's see how many words we got. Here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. Well, let's just put love on there. Uh, connected. We did say we were connected. Let's do that one. Um, and at the end of the day, we're still trying to get it done. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There we go. Love, love and connected and done. Done. All right. 26 minutes into that, getting ready to count down to 27. I want to tell you, listen, this is just simply the podcast we do call How to Get Out of Bed. Um, we, the kitchen podcast, I've got one um, where I come on and talk about different episodes and so forth. I am going to, if I get a little bit more rest, um, when I wake today, I'm going to attempt to make my first batch, my first batch. And of course, family is already talking. I want a bar. I want a bar. I want a bar. <laughs> So I'm going to, uh, from the webinars that I attended this weekend, this past weekend before recording this from those webinars, I am going to attempt to make my first batch of, um, homemade handcrafted soap. And I'm really excited about that because I've been watching soap makers and trolling soap makers and even assisting and encouraging and inspiring soap makers, um, for using social media and so forth for the past three years. Um, and so I'm, I'm just really excited that I was able to participate in this, uh, conference and 
it was a virtual online conference zoom uh it was one zoom after another for two whole days straight of wonderful makers showing their workspaces their artistry uh how they came together their story and uh and what they're doing for their family there was one soap maker who uh doesn't make uh doesn't sell her soap that she donates her soap there was others that that everybody had like a little everybody had a very unique story and i am crafting my story in this uh oh i'm sorry if i hit that mic crafting my story in this as well uh i want to do something with the lemonade and i kind of find out i can make soap with my lemon water um, so I will, I will more than, more than likely mine will have to do with the lemon water. I just gotta, um, am told, make sure that I, that I really strain it, um, uh, so that it is just the essence of the lemon water and not necessarily the lemon and stuff in there. I could also dry, uh, the lemon, you know, you know, I like to zest my lemon. I can also dry, um, the lemon and, and do that with it. And I, I saw, it's funny because right before i went shopping i saw a video um uh, and i think the person had it on their story so it's not it's not anywhere i can find it now but i want to look for it where they dried lemon peel and then put it in a blender but i can't remember what they ended up doing with the powder they made like a lemon powder um and i don't know what they ended up doing with the powder oh i do know what she did with it, it just hit me See how it hit me? <laughs> she made lemon pepper. Uh, she made uh, seasoning with it. That's what she did with it. I've never remember. Uh, I think it was Kiki Kiwi. I think Kiwi did it. Uh, I saw because the lemon caught my attention. I'm like, whoa. It was the lemon peel. And they let it dry or either dehydrate it. And then she put it in the blender um, and mixed it up with pepper. So it was, it was lemon, fresh lemon. <gasps> wow i'm going to do that today i'm going to dry i'm going to i'm going to zest some lemon today i'm going to channel cut channels you know the channels we cut in, you don't know because you're on the how to get out of bed go over to the kitchen podcast and the kitchen page if you're not following me i if i'm not podcasting i'm in the kitchen and i just remember i kept trying to figure out like what did because it, it wasn't like a whole video it was like one of those with like stories so it was 10 seconds of this and a few seconds of that and a few seconds of this. And I remember seeing the lemon peel, which caught my eye. And I kept saying, let me go back and watch that. And I went back and every time I go back and I, or every time she upload the next one, I'd see and I, and I just kept seeing these pieces of it. And I was like, what did she do with it? I remember them grinding it up, the lemon, the dried lemon peel. But I was like, what did they do with it? And I, now I remember she made a batch of lemon. We're in, we're in Atlanta, honey. And she made a batch. I'm outside Atlanta. But um, she made a batch of lemon pepper. She took the grind. The grind she, gr she ground it up the lemon peel to a powder. And then mix that with some pepper to make lemon pepper. Now I remember Ha ha. And I'm thinking if I was to dry my lemon zest, could I then use that to sprinkle on my soap or put it in my soap as a kind of a scrub? Ooh. 
that's the journey. We're getting ready to go on. I'm going to take you on as I do the uh, things, all things going on in the kitchen. But that's a whole other podcast. Thank you so much for giving me 31, almost 32 minutes of your time. And you know, I'm Yolanda Ed Dryer Bus, and this is just simply how we get out of bed. But do me one more favor. Go now to dryerbus.com and follow at dryerbus on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.